He shoots, he draws is sponsored by the Westcott Rapid Box Switch. Isn't it time you made the switch? Do it today at www.fjwestcott.com backslash switch. Welcome to the He Shoots, He Draws podcast, the show about photography and design with your hosts, Glenn Dewis and Dave Clayton. Hello and welcome back. We're here again. You know what the show's called. You've, you've, you've stuck with us every week. You've heard the intro. You've heard the voice. It's me, Dave, and the other fella again. It's, it's really hard to think of something funny every week, but <laughs> just, just Glenn, just, what more can you say about it? You just He's just the man with one name now. Glenn. Hello, Glenn. Hello, mate. How are you? Good. Very good. Very good. <laughs> I'm it's knackered. A- I've just come off doing a YouTube live broadcast. This is a proper busy night tonight. You have. You have just actually finished. I literally just have just finished. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How did it go? It, it, yeah, I did it on free, frequency separation, which when you say that, you can almost see people glazing over. But yeah. it, 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 it did go well. It went really... Yeah. <laughs> no. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's, it's funny you should mention that um, because obviously we've had a busy week. We've had like the last few weeks, um, for those of you who've been stuck with us, and it's been what's been great is the audience is growing. I was looking at the stats and month on month, it's just our, growing. Our mate. downloads just keep going up. It's a lovely graph to look at. Um, but let's not pick too early. Uh, <laughs> we keep telling your friends about the show. But it's been a busy week, and we just thought this week we were just going to have a, a kind of Dave and Glynn episode just to give you a breather from information overload. And, and also we're going to talk about some feedback in a minute. But the reason you've just done... Uh, one of the reasons you've just done that, YouTube, was you've actually been doing some shoots this week out and about. And this is the, the, the webinar was kind of linked to the work you've been doing. Yeah, yeah, def- yeah, definitely. I mean, I've I've actually started doing them again. This is the third one now because I was doing them quite a while, trying to do them on a regular basis. But the equipment that I had, mate, I mean, they say that men can't multitask. They're right. They can't. Well, like, this one can't because I've got like three screens and the software I was using at the time was called Wirecast. Fantastic yeah. piece of kit. It's like industry standard broadcasting kind of, you know, a bit of kit. But with that comes just difficulty. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's, you need more than one person definitely to run it. So I was finding there'd be times when I'd be doing the broadcast that I think it'd be all going well. I would then be talking, thinking people could see my screen, but they couldn't. They could see me yeah. talking. No screen. Or they'd see my screen and no talking and it's like oh they'd see your screen and no cursor and, and no, no cursor panels. yeah you had that yeah, as well. yeah so i kind of had a break from them because i was i mean it just so happened the way it timed i finished doing the web um live youtubes because i had the book to finish so all the little yeah. things came into the mix meant that i couldn't really dedicate time to them but recently and this is all down to uh aaron Aaron Blaze recommending OBS for a start off and Dustin his lad recommending OBS which is free software for doing streaming as opposed to Wirecast which I reckon cost me about 800 quid in total I I know unreal OBS completely free works like a dream and you can do it single and I've got this other thing called a stream deck I know we're going to talk about things we recommend yeah we'll talk about that in a minute it's just it's made life so easy it really has even I can do it now it's brilliant and you're back in the saddle and like you said you you're you're showing the behind the scenes stuff of the work you've been doing so you did a couple of special shoots this week yes very much so and I I kind of I, I showed 
some pictures yesterday on my blog, and they were portraits I took of my uncle Jeff. And my uncle Jeff yeah. is, I got, a, I got a big family. People generally know the history of my family, but I've always been close to my uncle Jeff, but just haven't seen him for a while. And my uncle Jeff is ex-military. Um, he's done all. He's got a really interesting life, and he's now an author, published author. I've got. I mean, by my footage, he gave me some more books. Yeah. I've got about six books that he's. He's just brilliant, brilliant author. So I kind of caught up with him. Uh, and I went over and took his portrait. I wanted to because I've got a picture of my granddad, his dad, from World War Two. And there's a certain thing about it where you know when they don't look at the camera, it's kind of looking yeah, across yeah. the camera. I wanted to recreate that with Uncle Jeff, and we've done it. It's and like I'm middle s- distance, isn't it? Yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of- yeah, yeah. Uh, so happy with it. But that on the day that I went to Staffordshire to go and photograph uh, Uncle Jeff, in the morning before I saw him, I actually went to go and see. I actually went to go and see my other brother. I've got a brother called Greg. And I don't think I've really mentioned Greg before no, on the podcast, but Greg is he's my younger brother. He's not quite 40 yet. I think Greg's about 37 now. In fact, it's his birthday tomorrow, the day this episode goes out, Happy actually. Happy birthday, Greg. Yeah. Happy birthday, Greg. This show's dedicated to you, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's, uh, Greg's in the military. So Greg has spent time in Afghanistan. He'd been at Camp Bastion. He'd done all this kind of, you know, again, very interesting stuff. Yeah. And I wanted to do a portrait of Greg uh, in my 1940s style. And I mate, I don't know why. Sometimes I, I kind of don't understand how my brain works, but no, knowing my family kind of makeup as you do, yeah, you know I haven't seen my mum for a good few years. Yes. But this weird thing, I don't know if it's because it's coming to Christmas or what, but I basically thought I know how proud she is going to be of Greg because yeah. what parent wouldn't be? And I thought, I'm not going to do. I'm going to get in touch with Greg and I'm going to go and take his portrait and I'm going to really, really push the boat out on it and do a good portrait. And I've done the portrait. Greg's wearing his number two uniform and hand on heart, I actually think it is my best portrait ever. I am over the moon with this. And I know you can sit and people listening can't, but I don't know if you can see. In fact, I'll show you now. This means nothing to people listening, but... That's printed on. Oh wow! It, uh, yeah, on fine art paper. So I'd Loxley colour print it on their, their thing called Museum Rag. And it's mate, almost like. Um, obviously, Glenn, Glenn's not going to post it, and there's a reason why he's not going to post it online yet. But it's like you know when you go into one of those stately homes, and the guy that used to own the home was like Lord General Major Lieutenant yeah. of, <laughs> and there's this, and there's like the, above the fireplace is the portrait. Yeah, that is what that looks like. It's just I am that, so that perfect so light right in the middle, yeah. and then kind of fading off. But that's, but that's been, what you do. Yeah, that's what I did. Really, really happy with it. That's been printed nice and big now, and we're going to get it framed. But the idea now, mate, is uh, is that I'm going to give that to Greg. Yeah. So that Greg. And his fiance Sarah can give it to my mom as a present from them. Yeah, I, and I it, and it goes back to the blog or... post. You well, you you did a blog post this week as well. I think you were talking about you know all this work that you do, and as photographers and designers. But I think looking from me looking in at the photography world is you've got this gift where you're able to create something that looks really good. Like you can walk into a room and see a model and a backdrop, and you just think okay we're in a warehouse or you know we're in a, a large room it doesn't look much but when you see the image it's like wh- where did that come from so the fact that you've got this art where you can capture this yeah the gift of giving that to someone else like i know how i know like, obviously your family backstory so i know what 
probably why that picture resonates a little bit more with you because it's more personal than maybe when you've just met someone for the first time. Yeah. You, you're you trying to get out of them the feeling that you've got in the room. But I think this whole thing of doing these portraits and printing them and giving them give, giving photography is a gift. Exactly. And not just photography, but anything. You know, you're a designer. There's stuff that you can do. You can, you can make things to give to people i mean my wife does it and you know she will generally make christmas cards i mean your yeah. wife andrea she's very crafty with yeah. the kids they will make christmas cards and, and i made decorations. you that poster didn't i last year with that's all right. the words of the thing and i love doing stuff like that to the left of me now that is that's brilliant yeah. i somehow have to get people to see this but it's like a uh, me and dave have experienced loads of different things and he did a poster of words and those words are relevant to things we've done. And it's super cool. That's in my office on the yeah. wall. So. And it is cool because so often, it's funny because we, we are going to talk about some things that we've both purchased this year that we were going to recommend as uh, purchases that have made a difference to us, like money we've spent on things and also a little bit of a recommendation. Yeah. But the, these are the things that, you know, j- just sometimes creating something. We spend all this money, we spend all this time, but sometimes just stop and make it a thing. Yeah, put business and money aside. Just, yeah. just. I mean, like the, the the blog post is called "Photography is a Gift," so give it. Yeah, and it, it just you can't beat the feeling that you have when you give something to somebody that mean, clearly means a lot. A portrait that's not just a snap, but something you've really thought about. Yeah, show get it framed and getting it framed. You know, as well. get, it's just get the best it framed. Feeling. Just all those little touches, and when you hand something over, because it is one of those things. It's an unexpected gift. Yeah. And such a nice personal thing. So, yeah, from from me looking in, seeing the work you've done this year, and I know you've been uh, doing the shoots with the people who used to who were children. That's right. During yeah, the war, billeted children. And, yeah, and you've done some great shots of them, and I know you've been giving them a print as a as a mm-hmm. thank you. So, you know, all you photographers out there, you know, if you're struggling for Christmas presents for someone, you know, what better than to just a practice a style and and be you know take that and, and make it a gift even if it's a, a friend or someone local That's the, the, and the, the thing with photography as we all know is i mean you've got you know pictures of like you know your dad and stuff from years yeah. ago that you occasionally share and how important they are to you at the time you take these pictures although you know they're nice that you enjoy taking them it's not now that they've got the value yes it's in years to come that you look yeah. back and go God, I'm so happy I took that picture. So that's what I would say to people listening. If you're a photographer or you're into photography or you just like taking pictures, just take some damn pictures of people that are special to you because there'll be a time when you look back that you think, I am so glad I took that. Yeah. Yeah. Or do you mean make images? Or do you mean make (laughs) make photos or make picture images? What was it? What episode did we talk about? We're going to have to do a recap. We will do a recap. Yeah, of we can episodes, do a recap for episode. I think we can do a recap. So episode fifty is coming. Well, that's the um, next we've one. Got, yeah, next one. We've got so we, we've got episode fifty. Yeah. We've got a special recording that we're doing next week with a guest or that's two right. guests. Yes, two guests. Um, uh, we've got our big. I know we've been teasing it, but we are actually going to hit the milestone we've been talking about before episode fifty comes out. So. We'll announce that on social media. We'll talk about it on episode 50. Yes. But we will be posting the thing that we're really pleased about at some point towards the back end of next week. And that's a huge thanks to the folks listening because we've reached that point and also to the guests we've had. But we'll talk about that in episode 50. Yeah, we're going to do a recap. We're going to look at the guests we've had this year, talk about what we're doing next year. Yeah. Um, But one of the things we wanted to talk about this week was... Feedback. uh, Feedback. 
oh yeah the feedback thing yeah <laughs> before we yeah so one of the funny things is obviously the podcast came about because glenn and i chat a lot and then we just know that some of the things we can we talk about we can air some of the things we talk about we can't but occasionally just once in a while something crops up and <laughs> we're both like it's completely in sync we see it and it, it's almost like we both message each other at the same time yeah and then we sit and have a really good laugh about it and more and we've been lucky you know thank you everyone that's left all the reviews on itunes please keep doing that because that that is awesome that really helps but every once in a while <laughs> you just get that one little yeah. in fact we've had two recently um which we'll, we'll just mention because they were funny uh we'll do the oldest one first well, remind so, me because I'm, I'm just thinking book. i've got the one the book so book, book. at the oh. moment i'm writing a book um oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah how do i do that in indesign and uh i think i've got the hand that in soon but the nice thing is, is because everything's all agreed and it's in the in the process, um, it's now on Amazon. You, so you can find the book on Amazon. How do I do that in InDesign? And it's on the Rockinet website. And like any any books, once it's all signed, signed, sealed, and it's out there, you can start promoting it, get get some interest. And you know, it went onto Amazon. There was no picture of the cover on Amazon, but it was on Rocky Nook. And you know, a couple of friends, apart from oh, I posted it because I'm so proud of, of writing it. Of course, yeah. A couple of friends shared it on social media mark heaps shared it and this guy commented how irritated he was by the fact that a book was being advertised and it wasn't coming out for so long now it's due out in june so it is you know it is a while away but he was very irritated oh, by yeah. the fact that you know how dare we how dare we promote something that isn't out right now and i could have taken massive offense at it because you know, it's, it's been a tough year for both of us for lots of different reasons. It's been a, a weird year. And sometimes you just look for those little, just the cherries here and there. Of course, and I'm yeah. so proud of this book. It's my first ever book. It might be my last ever book. Um, but I was so proud that my friends are sharing it. And the fact that this guy complained. And it was just like, how do, how do, I, do I respond? I, I'm, lo- I I'm respond? looking at it now. I've just, I've yeah. just pulled it off. Yeah. And and it, it was funny. And we did comment. Now, I'd subsequently found out. I'm not going to mention the guy's name. If you want to go and find it, find it. But I did speak to a friend, a mutual friend, and said, look, I just want to let you know, this guy's kind of made this comment. Now, that wasn't the end of it. What was nice, as usual, as we've mentioned before with feedback, is when your friends chime in <laughs> and they come in and help you. You don't yeah. have to fight the battle. Your friends do. And one of our friends who we are going to be interviewing next year is uh, a friend of ours, Johnny. And Johnny came in and just said the guy, the guy's surname was kind of relative to the way he felt. And, and Johnny made just a simple comment is maybe his surname should have been his first name. Um, so imagine his surname was, say, Angry. Uh, like Jeff Angry, he should have been called Angry Jeff, and simple and you know, nice little jovial feedback to kind of say to the guy, "Why aren't you necking?" He, yeah, it's not funny. What he went on and did was unforgivable. You know, he went on the guy's personal site and and posted something really offensive. Well, he was using the c word, wasn't he? Yeah, exactly. And and on the guy's personal page where his family are, and the thing was, is he posted it. He posted the comment on a post from July. So he'd obviously scrolled through the guy's feed, picked a random post and made this really offensive comment. And it was just, wow. Yeah. You know, that image of Gene Wilder from Charlie and the Chocolate is a meme that it's like, wow, that escalated quickly. The, the, the funny thing is, he did, he did what a lot of people do when, or say a lot of people, when, when people do kind of make a comment that clearly is having a go. 
uh, or ex- and, and when you kind of challenge it, they then will come back with, "Hey, I was only joking. Don't take it so serious." And he did that, but because I've, I'm just reading what I actually put here, mate. Because he he came back to me and says, "I was having a joke with Johnny. I don't call some. I don't call calling somebody calling a C word yeah. having a fun." But I put, I don't normally, but I've just seen the comment you made on Johnny's private page using the C word. That's not a joke. That's out of order. Why would you do that? And then it's like tumbleweed. I've not heard from him since. Yeah. So So like we say, by all means, you know, if you want to leave negative feedback, if you want to make a comment, that is your right to do it. Block the guy, you know, not a friend. I spoke to a mutual friend and said, what's this, what is this guy about? And it just, you know, it goes back to that thing of kind of, it makes you think about who you let into your personal life on social media. And when people, it always annoys me when people do a cull on social media, go, oh, I need to do a cull. Uh, so if you find yourself, you know, on my friends list, uh, well done. You know, congratulations, you <laughs> yeah. made it. I'm like, no, it's, go on, uh, cut me off. Yeah, go on, cut me uh, off. Because yeah. in real life, we'll be friends. But anyway, so that was the first comment. That was that one. So but then there was another that. one. Yeah, let me tell you about the one. The one, one. Week was, the one this week was funny. Pretty, in fact, it was, because obviously last week, uh, we had Lisa Carney. Uh, yes. a guest on the uh, podcast super super girl incredibly talented Hollywood movie poster creator and and obviously we've got an interview now anybody who listens to this podcast they know that when we've got a guest we do a slight little bit of a chitty chat between me and Dave rather than just pressing play and then the interview commences yeah. we kind of like do a bit of an intro it's our podcast it's, it's he it's, shoots he draws exactly. you and me. it's our podcast but this certain person her on my Facebook page, and bear in mind, I just want to say before I comment about this, saying that when we get these comments, it doesn't bother. Honestly, we just we laugh, go, we laugh, we delete, <laughs> we block. End of. We're not the ones losing sleep over this. Okay, so it's yeah, quite yeah. funny now. But anyway, this guy, even though put, we're, even though we're talking about it on the show, yeah, 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 really big deal of it. Sharing is caring. Sharing, but, yeah. Care. <laughs> a problem shared is a problem halved. Yeah. Um. So this guy, he put after listening to the one with um. Uh, Lisa, he put, I love the podcast, mate, but not a fan of the chit-chat before. Bit annoying, actually, but that's just me. Lol. Oh, yeah, and there's a few lols, smiley faces. So so, so when I see that, my first comment is, well, I won't say what my first comment was yeah. uh, outwardly, but what makes me laugh, and it genuinely does make me laugh when you get these kind of stuff here, is when people feel they can say something, which is clearly them having a bit of a dig, but they seem to feel that if there's certain words they put in, like mate, or that's lol. just me, or lol, and then these emoticons with smiley faces, that means it's okay. It's okay yeah, to it's, say that. It's like that. I don't mean to be rude, but... Exactly, yeah, What was yeah. the other one you said? Um, uh, don't take this personal, but... Yeah, don't take this personally, but you've got a face like a butt. <laughs> you know, I don't <laughs> yeah. mean to be rude, yeah. but your breath smells like... Yeah, like, don't like take this the wrong way, back. but you're really horrible. But don't take you know, don't take it the wrong way. But it just made me laugh, and if, and I just sort of look at that comment there. I've not even bothered replying. I thought no, no. I, you know, I've there's only so much air I've got in my yeah. life, and I don't want to waste it on that. I was I was annoyed at first because it was I it sunk in. It was hang on, it's our podcast. Exactly, <laughs> we're the yeah. ones who put the time in. Yeah, we had a role reversal. Anybody that's listened to the first few episodes, <laughs> it was always Dave calming me down. This time, it was me doing the wise words to Dave on yeah. text. Because no, don't bother. It was, the initial, okay. it was the initial thing. If you read it, and then you kind of hang on, did that 
person just say that and then it was hang on it's our podcast mm. and it, it goes back to that thing again if it, that like sense of entitlement give me free give me free yeah. give me more free N- now give me the free the way i like it i, I actually um, did write a reply but didn't send it i don't think I yeah sent I, it anyway. I wrote one as well and I, yeah and then didn't send it but i put something like uh hi the name yeah um not a problem the paid version of the podcast actually doesn't include any chat admittedly it does sound weird with a one-sided conversation of a guest speaking to themselves if you if you don't want to hear us talking just press forward because it's not streaming live yeah didn't post and, it but I was and your and Anne, your wife and posted something on instagram that that was really good and it goes back to where we've spoken about feedback and and you know look it's it's a big world full of a lot of information and a lot of people can be mean the internet creates mean people oh yeah because it's that thing of you wouldn't walk up to someone's face and say it i've got um, i've got Anne's thing here actually mate it says it says before you speak let your words pass through three gates is it true is it necessary is it kind yeah there you go and if there's one thing that I've found I've done this year, and especially listening to a lot of podcasts, it goes back to the whole um, just sharing. You know, it, it it's it's so easy for people to be mean. Um, but actually, do you know what? It feels really good if you give some feedback. If you just go on a web, a page or a blog or something, and you've and you've actually some if someone's giving you some information, just that nice thing of if someone holds the door open for you, you should say thank you. You know, if someone does, so I quite often now is if I listen to a podcast or you know someone's done something really cool, they've posted because they're proud of it, and I'll go on and say that was really great. I learned this from that, or I loved the episode this week, especially the bit about, and and you engage and it create it opens up your network and which which is really good in this industry, and those people are more likely to be reciprocal, and it, it's just. It's just a nice feeling to do it. It, it is you're um, right, but what the great thing is there is, mate, that you are you are you're posting for a genuine reason. Yes, what, uh, you are saying really enjoyed that. I got this from it. End of. You're not expecting yeah. anything back. I, no, th- I think we no. might have talked about this before when we, we did. talked about we blogs did. and when you comment, don't just go straight in saying really enjoyed that. Tell me blah, 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 and asking questions. Yeah. Don't do the first thing you ask as a, don't comment yeah. asking for and something. If you, yeah. And if you thank, you know, it's quite often you sit on Instagram um, as a couple of people I follow that po- posts. Oh, I really annoys me when people just keep posting inspirational quotes. I yeah. don't get that. It's like you're not being inspirational. You're just posting other people's people's inspiration. Mm. But quite often, when you see some of the comments where someone's wrote written this really nice long thing, like talking about a personal experience, and below in the comments you just get like like a thumbs up, prayer hands, nice, great. It's like that doesn't. Oh, I do that sometimes. Oh no, feedback. Yeah, I I know. But sometimes you get a lot of comments, which is fantastic. Yeah, and. I, don't get me wrong. I, I don't I want, want the notifications. I want to acknowledge. <laughs> I want to acknowledge the fact that I've I've read it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. What I mean is, if you if you if you're going to like something because you liked it, but you don't actually. I mean, quite often there's been times where I don't need to comment here because I don't want all the notifications coming through. But if it's been something that's really like hit me in a certain way, if I'm going to write a comment, I will write try and write a comment that says, "Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, um, it's been really useful for me to learn this thing." Yeah. Because it just lets them know that out of all that thing, those things they did, one person took something out of it. And um, go again, going back to another, we're almost like doing let next week's this week. <laughs> we had our Black Friday Cyber Monday sale at work this week, as did <laughs> the whole world and his brother. This. 
And it's really funny, going back to the customer service thing, and this is a piece of advice I'll give you, and I, and I did mention it in another episode, right, is every year there's a thing called Thanksgiving, and happy Thanksgiving to all the people in America, our friends in America who just had a, a weekend last week. Thanksgiving kind of happens around the same time every year, all right? And it's a Friday, there's a Thursday, Thanksgiving Thursday, then you have Black Friday, a weekend, Cyber Monday, okay? It's the same time every, like Christmas Day. It's Christmas Day every year. All Is right? that like Easter Sunday's always on a Sunday? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, when when this comes round and you know that the whole world is going to be slashing prices left, right and centre, don't email someone on a Tuesday afternoon and starting it with FFS, as in for yeah. sake, why is this code not working? I was busy at the weekend. Make uh, Give me the give me the code. I, I didn't get a chance to get this thing. It's right. Black Friday inside Monday. A lot of people do extend it. They do they do push it out each side. But you're not entitled to get that offer. Yeah, we as a business we do it because it's kind of the thing. And I know a lot of people don't like slashing prices because they're saying it devalues their work. But what's interesting for me is we had a, a couple of uh, comments. One was this person being quite volatile. Yeah. I, I felt it was very give it to me. I was too busy. You should have worked your sale around my schedule. And this other guy messaged me and said, have I missed the deal? Uh, and I went back and said, yeah, sorry, mate. We actually extended it till six o'clock on Tuesday because we had a little blip and we just wanted to give American West Coast the chance to wake up and still use it. Yeah, yeah. And he went, do you know what? It's my fault. I missed it. I, 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 I meant to do it over the weekend. Completely forgot. No problem. Thought I'd ask. Thanks very much. And I went back and said, do you know what? It's, thank you for being polite. I said, because we've been kind of batting off some some angry wasps today um what were you after and he told me um i said look there is a possibility i'll I'll speak to work we'll see if we can maybe do something for you um and he was like look if you can great if you can't no worries i love the product i'll probably buy it anyway but appreciate you responding now he won't be listening to this but i'm going to make sure he gets He's, he's going to get the discount or I'm going to find a way where he can do some work for me and he'll get it for free. Mm-hmm. That's how you deal. Exactly. That's how you ask for something. Yeah. Just be nice and polite because rudeness will not get you the thing you want and threatening will not get you the thing you want. And leaving snarky comments will, if it gives you satisfaction, great. You know, go and fill your boots and be be mean to the, to the rest of the world. Um mm. But, but we're not losing you know, sleep over it, believe me. No, exactly. There's a lot of there's a lot to be said about, about pleases, thank yous, and being nice. So just yeah, a bit of advice towards the end of the year, coming up to Christmas, just be nice. Just 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 stop for a minute and think. Wise is it words, true? mate. Wise is words. it necessary? Is it kind? There you go. And do you know what? It comes back to you. It comes back to you. Um, in a lot of things we've both done. You know, we're we we're quite grateful for the friends we make and the help we get and the feedback and even uh, this week, uh, last night, in fact, because we're recording this on Thursday, um, last night I went to, obviously we've both been to Adobe Max, mm-hmm. and last night in London was a little event that Adobe put on that, that they always like to do like a month month or so later. They do like a mini Adobe Max roundup. Yep. And I went down last night uh, with work, with Astute Graphics, um, because there were some bits in, that we were involved in at Max, and... But one of the reasons I actually went was there was a guy going who I've met once before and I actually wanted to spend some time with him. And I went up to London, 
met him we went in had a coffee we were chatting about his work my work I've been sharing some of his stuff and he was saying oh thanks for doing that and talking about what his projects he's doing and we went into the show and what I wanted to do was introduce him to some people because I was on the uh, there's a podcast called the Honest Designers Podcast. I've heard you mention which, that one, yeah. Yeah, and they interviewed me last week, and it was all about networking and the, like the art of networking and the fact that that's something I enjoy doing. And it was so, it, it really felt nice that I could go, you need to meet this guy. You know, oh, you, you do this thing. Dan? Is his name Dan? No, Ian. Ian Barnard. Oh, that's it. Yeah, I saw the pictures yeah. on Instagram. Was, yes. Yeah, he's a lettering guy. Really, he's one of the nicest men in the industry. I know I say that about a lot of people, but I, I think I'm lucky that a lot of my friends are nice, thankfully. Yeah. Um, I'm the nicest. It was good. Sh- You're the best. <laughs> You're the best, mate. <laughs> but less of the chit-chat. <laughs> <laughs> Get on with the interview. But it, it, was a good, it was a good show. It was nice sort of getting the, the follow-up to what we saw at Adobe Max and uh, interesting to talk to people about what they what they think about that 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 whole future of tech and photoshop on the ipad and stuff yeah but it was good to see some new faces and, and familiar faces. I saw tony harmer um rufus deutschler um there was a really good guest they had now i'm going to get their name wrong but i recommend looking at their work it's something like mina lima it's a husband and wife um and their job is at Max, I saw a lady called Annie Atkins, which I spoke oh, about. Saying, she does yeah. the props. Well, these guys, they did all the stuff for Harry Potter and the new Harry Potter films, The Wizard, and uh, it's above me. I've never read it. I, the the Fantastic Beasts thing. Is that, is that Peace, Harry yeah. Potter as well? Right. Yeah, they, they created all that artwork for all the books and the potion bottles and everything. And they were on stage talking about saying that when they started, there were very few people doing it. And I think now they said it's... Uh, I think when they started, there was maybe, I don't know, 10 people in the world doing it. And now there's 250 and there's like a union group of them because it's a growing thing. And they said, you know, find the thing you love and do it. And it's really interesting just to to go to these events and find something new, find a new thing. And it was it was really good. And it was lovely to see people there. Uh, again, it was just, you know, be social social media is great but actually go out there and if you can get to the odd odd event and it's of interest to you go and do it and introduce people and, and connect people up because that's one of the things i absolutely love about what we do with the podcast yeah definitely definitely okay so there was there was like a plan to this wasn't there um yeah. we were going to sort of mention as you said at the start there just a few things that we've got i mean i, I guess yeah, let's just mention just mention a few yeah. things. This isn't like the uh, wrap up episode. This is just we thought. Tell you what, let's just talk about a couple of things that we've got which have really helped this year. Yeah, just when Christmas random. coming up. Just to give yeah. you a bit of time, if there's anything you like that we're talking about, you've got the chance to go and investigate and maybe ask for it or or look at it. So you yeah, go we're first. Just talk you go about, first. Okay. Well, the the first thing um, I'm going to start with the the big expense and okay. work down. All right. Um, so we went out to Portland. I went out to Portland with work. And some of my friends, including Ian, um, obviously the iPad Pro came out over the last couple of years. And it's a great tool on the Apple pen, Pencil. And I've been watching so many people going back to sort of creating that more organic, handwritten uh, sketching on the iPad on uh, an app called Procreate. And I went out to Oregon and there's zero sales tax over there. And I thought, I'm going to get an iPad. And then, so to let you know, if you don't know... You don't need the iPad Pro. And I don't think Apple will suffer from me saying that financially. <laughs> Just get the standard 9.7-inch iPad, 32 gig, 
it's about £329. Um, it was much a little bit cheaper in America. And the pencil, go and get Procreate, which I think is, I don't know, around £10. £10. Um, and someone like Ian Barnard uh, or Retro Supply, they sell brushes, much like the Photoshop brushes for Procreate. Um, and they've got a whole, you know, when you buy them, there's all instructions. But it's really cool because you use the, the Apple pencil. The Apple pencil is so responsive that if you go and get like the chalk one or the pencil one, it, the, it looks like you're you're drawing with the Procreate by by far, hands down, is a really good, perfect for the iPad. Um, These brushes, I tell you, what, I mean, you mentioned brushes there, but brushes in general, they it's getting just crazy how good these it's an things industry. are. Well, the Procreate yeah. ones, you'll have to show me those at some point. Yeah. I'm just, just thinking back to Max when they showed that, do you remember that artwork and that guy was doing the draw? And it was like, it literally was like wet paint and, and the inks and stuff like that. They the showed it last blend, night. Project ins- Gemini. That's absolutely insane. Yeah. But it was so clever. Yeah. I mean, the technology is just really, really pushing and, and it's making it's kind of it's, some of this is bringing art back to the masses it's giving people the the look you've got the devices you've got the ability try something new because you know in 10 years time my kids are going to be in an electronic age you know and think back to 20 10 years ago 20 years ago the stuff we're doing now um so yeah if, if you can afford it um you've got a bit of money saved up or you're doing a little job i recommend getting the basic ipad 9.7 inch 32 gig uh, Wi-Fi, you know that that's irrelevant. Get yourself Procreate. Uh, so it's around ten or twelve pounds. All right. So so one of the things I was going to say, which I was really chuffed a bit with, I brought with it. Kind of goes back to when we talked about the live streaming on YouTube. Yeah. And it's that it's called a Stream Deck. I think it's about give or take about a hundred pounds. But if you're into live streaming, uh, gaming, like YouTube live broadcast, podcasting, when you do, when the is that like Twitch as well? Yeah, Twitch as well, and it literally it looks like a little TV kind of control room unit, and you've got these little squares, and each of the squares are like little rubber buttons that you can press, and they will make your streaming software do a certain action. And the great thing is as well, each of the buttons you can actually assign pictures or graphics to, so you know by looking at them exactly what they do. So like okay. I've got ones like with a countdown clock on it. So I press that, and before my stream, uh, before I actually start broadcasting, the countdown appears on YouTube. So I know that that's right. Probably, and I've got like a picture of my computer. So I press that, and that means people can see my screen. There's my portrait. I press that, people see my webcam. It's so easy to use. So that so I it's love. like when you used to see when they used to go like behind the scenes on a TV show, and you see control camera seven. Exactly. That so is you're basically exactly you're doing it, it yourself. Yeah. It's got to be easier than the other way. Because like you said, you had no yeah. idea what you were looking at. So what's it called again? It's called a stream, as in water, stream yeah. deck. Uh, but I've got it set up so that each of the times I press a button, so it goes to my webcam. When it goes to my webcam, my audio, my microphone is turned on. When it goes right. to an advert, my microphone is turned off. So I never have that thing again now where I look like I'm just talking to, you know, my, they can see my mouth moving, but they can't yeah. hear anything. And everyone's messaging going, we can't see yeah, the screen. Yeah, yeah. And you, and you don't even there. see that. You see, i got my phone here. There's this little bit of wooden kind of thing. That's what my yeah. friend Anthony Crothers made for me. Uh, my phone was always resting by my computer screen when I'm doing these live broadcasts because I'd always get the messaging. People like Brian, Anthony saying, we can't hear you. Can only see your screen. <laughs> so now I don't have to worry about that. So that's that's been one of the one of the best things I've had technology-wise this year. Yeah. Speaking of technology, 
one of the things that we've done this year that we made a conscious effort when we started doing the podcast and you know, um, we're not the first people to do a podcast. We won't be the last. But one of the things we always said we wanted to do was improve. Yeah. Um, e- even if it does mean chit-chatting <laughs> during it. <laughs> I'm going to say that bloke's um, name soon. I really am. I, I know. The people won't. Um, but one of the things we always wanted to do was make the podcast better. Um, you know, make the ch- we do a lot of prep with the guests. We plan it out well. We, you know, we we try and keep to a schedule where we either put it out Thursday night on Friday, depending on our schedule. But I think the money we've spent this year on some of the podcasting gear. Um, that if you are just starting out in podcasting, and one of my biggest frustrations I would say is when I listen to a podcast that's got a great guest, uh, someone like, oh, I really want to hear what this person says, and then the first two minutes, all I'm hearing is. Sp- bad skype audio that's warbling like it's underwater and buffering uh, that's enough to stop me listening yeah yeah because like we say all it takes all you need is quick time just get the other person we do a count we do a clap you line it up in prem pro or audition you just put the two tracks together if you want to put out a good product take the time to you know you know if you're going to do it in your photography or your design if you can do podcasting we found a big thing was audio yeah get so decent year, microphones yeah yeah we invested in uh well you'd already invested in a h5 and you got the h6 and i think you've even got a little h1 that's not to say everyone can afford all that gear but it goes back to you know you spend hundreds thousands on camera gear um so you know don't try and do other things on the cheap so we've got our mobile recorders we did start off with lav mics um when we first early started i think when we interviewed joe and david mcclelland yeah we were in, and rocky nook we we're in the room with the lav mics and there were some audio issues so this year we bought some handheld mics well we've got four of them uh, which we'll be using next week when we do our our interview of our first repeat guest and and we also put the podcast on a platform called Simplecast. And that costs us $12 a month. It's like, what, £10. Mm-hmm. It means we put in our um, show notes, we upload the audio, we put the tags, the description, we click a button and it just goes off everywhere. It goes to Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes. We get great stats from feedback from it. It gives us a free website. And I'm sure a lot of that is down to the quality of the audio because yeah. I still want to improve it. I'm still learning about using Audition more in Premiere. But one of the things we do, for those who are listening, the, the, the way that we do this is if we have a guest, we get them, we send them like a PDF. This is like best practice that we've yeah. So far for us, we send them a PDF of it. This is how we record an episode. And it tells them that we use a thing called Zoom so that we can all sign in together. Yeah, and which we is get, like Skype. Which is like Skype. But we actually get them to record their own audio. We, we, we do a PDF explaining how to do it. And then when we finish the interview, they email us uh, their audio and then we combine it together. So then hopefully, for those of you listening we're giving you the best audio at the moment that we can. So it's easier to listen to. And it does make it sometimes when I've, especially when maybe you've done an interview that I wasn't part of and vice versa, is occasionally it sounds like you're both in the same room. Mm. When you just get it all spot on and get the person to wear headphones so it cuts out the the picking up the audio mm. and then you do all the editing, it's, you know, podcasting, photography, design, preparation prevents yes poor performance you can bleep that out (laughs) um but it it is if you want to do something properly just do that you know and if we can give we've learned from other podcasts i went to a workshop last uh, this year 
learned some stuff from master of one and it was really nice it's just a little guide and we know we've seen some people saying i'm thinking of doing a podcast next year share the information we've learned you know that your podcast is going to be as good as the quality and effort you put into it the guests that you get um and the, and the content that but puts audio out. is key definitely we're Audio's learning that key. each episode yeah. we're learning that so yeah and with a face like a face like mine i'm glad there's no video <laughs> <laughs> yet yet right yet. come on then next one what's um, yours yeah so my next one is something i always spend money on in fact i spent books. i have a subscription apart from books close to books it's, it's connected uh field notes now if you've ever been into a shop and you pick up a little one of those little notebooks you put in your back pocket ones that fits in your pocket uh and a pencil or a pen in your bag or your, or your jacket field notes is nothing special you know it's that there's no like earth shattering uniqueness about it other than i like to spend money with friends i like to spend money with people who i know who i know have put effort into it field notes is partly owned by aaron draplin who's uh designer who's been very influential for me and a guy called jim kudow and they're based in chicago and what they do is a subscription they put out these little field notes three packs they're, they're like ten dollars um for a three pack twelve dollars for a three pack and each quarter they bring out a special edition the covers are different inside they're lined or plain or dot um but they they've stuck this for i think 10 years they've been going so they're the same price today as they were day one the thing was always to keep them cheap so i i signed up subscription it's like nine ninety seven dollars for a year you get four packs and special editions come through the year you save about half of that again i always keep a field notes on me and a pencil or a pen if we're out and about and we're thinking about guests just having because if your phone goes dead you can't make notes mm. you you can't but as long as a pencil's got lead in it, a pencil's not going to run out of battery. <laughs> so I Old recommend school. if, yeah, sign up, get a subscription. You get some great little bonuses and um, that they really call the covers. They do. You, you become addicted. Our friend, I've um, got a friend, Chris Fields, who I introduced to him and he's got very addicted. And, you know, there's these special little additions that people go out and find. And like they did some space ones and, this month is like a spy spy theme mm-hmm. but yeah i recommend if it's not field notes um just keep a couple of little notebooks on you and make notes and that's how you started with your book the photoshop workbook yeah came about yeah your moleskin you know is another brand um just writing notes and tips and things and you keep them and you go back and refer to them so yeah i i recommend spending some money on something like that all right cool well i've got i'm going to just mention because i'm, I'm going to kind of go through these quickly i think yeah, yeah. Just because I want to do, I get the feel as we're doing this, I kind of think it'd be good if we did like almost like a Christmas episode around Christmas. We bizarrely, should. Talking yeah. about stuff to maybe invest in the new year. But I've got to tell you about this. Okay. Just lean over and grab it. And this this is actually heavy. This is, look at that. That's, Ooh, that's, that's a, weighty. That is a weighty book. And this is a book. It's called, it's by Mark Seliger. Anybody who follows me, they'll know that I always mention him, Mark Seliger, because I love his work. He's uh, a celebrity portrait photographer. You'll always see him when they're doing the Oscars because he's always photographing the celebrities once they've been on stage uh, and they go off and come around the back of the stage. There's always a yeah. set that they've designed and he photographs them there. But this is called... What a lousy job. I know, awful. <laughs> Some people have got it yeah. tough. But it's called yeah, Mark Seliger Photographs. The front cover of it, I'm trying to explain it to you, it's got Kurt Cobain on the front of it. 
with some dolls with some heads. Dolls That's a beast of a book. It is proper heavy, and, it's, and it, I don't think it was that much, if I'm honest. But what I like about it is that I mean, there's some absolutely superb photos. I mean, I'm really into yeah. looking at other people's work to get ideas, inspiration, and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, just real. I mean, look at that. It's just real good. Just beautiful beautiful stuff it means nothing yeah. to those listening but it's a really really good book who's the publisher glenn uh the publisher well, you've got the book is... there and, and what's the rrp on the back because oh, we will put a link okay on the so website the rrp is 55 pounds uk i didn't pay that i didn't pay that on amazon yeah and it is by abrams the arts of books. oh yeah abramsbooks.com yeah uh, brilliant but i got an amazon very very good so that's that's one of them, and I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of I'm gonna do mine until they're done. Um, the other thing, which I, I've on order, and it's it is a big investment. It's on order, uh, and it, I've, a printer. I'm really into doing my. I'm really into getting prints done, like the one I've. Oh, showed. that's right. We were at Mark Heap's class at Max, and you were looking at the, the Epson. Epson printers, and then they the had the P600, a three, an A3 printer. Now I use Loxley for my printing, but I know that. If I do my own printing, that's going to, I'm going to say that phrase, Dave. It's going to Go help on. me get it's to the next level. <laughs> Did I really say that? But you it's going it. to, it's going it's to give me a feeling of more control. I'm still going to use Loxley, but I want to start doing some of my own printing. It's something I've kind of avoided because years ago, I just couldn't get my ha- the hang of it. Uh, and I didn't want to, I've wasted so much money. So that's why I then started to outsource my prints to a lab. But I want to start doing them myself. So I'm going for, it's the P8, it is the Epson, and it's yeah. called the P800. It's an, actually an A2 printer. And it actually wow. has got an attachment for the back for the roll of paper as well. So I could do landscape orientation pictures as well. But A2, and you can do fine art prints. I'm really, I really do want to get into that. I really do. So I guess there are, that's, that's going to be quite an investment yeah. for you as part of your business. But I guess with with the epson printers there are a3 a4 if yeah, someone there's... wanted to start with a smaller print one absolutely yeah yeah but the thing um this one this one here is a proper it's a beast of a printer but i know yeah. that for me that is an investment because yes. i'm i'm always want and we talked about this at the start i'm always wanting sometimes when i go and photograph somebody close to me or a friend or whatever it's it's, it's a personal shoot i want to be able to give them a print Pretty yeah. good. And I know Moose Peterson spoke about this as well when he spoke about. Yeah, Moose has got a print set up at home. Well, he exactly. Because he gear. sent those Spitfire pictures through to you. And to yeah. be able to just do that rather than me waiting, that's what I want to do. So that is my next investment. And I, I'm I'm going to call it a day on my stuff that I recommend because I want to say. Okay, for I've our got Christmas one more episode. thing left. On, one more thing. So, one of my favourite books I, I've purchased in the last couple of years and i know i go on about him is uh, aaron draplin's book called pretty much everything and what i like about it is um it's not a tutorial book it's not a how-to book it's actually a book of everything he's done up to now which was a couple of years ago and it talks about his beginning he shows lots of images of his early work um stuff like the field notes uh, th- now there's a guy that he who inspires him a guy called John Contino, who's an artist in New York um, that I was lucky enough to see at Creative South. Very, very talented guy. And he's just bought his book out and it's called Brand by Hand, Blisters, Calluses and Clients, A Life in Design. And it's very similar to the Aaron Draplin book. It's one of those where just sit down and look through someone's body of work, see where they started, how they've progressed, some little stories along the way of 
how they were inspired or how they got a particular job and a lot of the things like we talk about um when we say about the industry and people we meet and it's just a you know i sit every time i look through it and same with aaron's i've probably read aaron's 20 30 times constantly going through it and keep finding little things but it's nice now and this is what i love about print and goes back to you getting the print with the photographs you can't be holding something oh totally and yeah. uh, it's it's a really lovely well-made book it's also abrams as well as was aaron's and, and the mark seliger uh it's 30 pounds rrp but on amazon i think it's like 20 about 20 quid uh, we'll put a link in but if you're if you're a graphic designer and you uh, and particularly with a lot of the stuff in here you could you could probably sketch out on the ipad when we talk about procreate and the pencil this goes back to just being creative that you know if you what was it we said last week use it or lose it use it or lose it yeah 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 but there's plenty of inspiration so as a book i'm going to recommend uh brand by hand john contino and i'm going to throw in a bonus because we have an episode coming up where we are going to be talking a little bit further into this and this is our buddy alan hess alan hess's book is finally out in print it's called make great photos a friendly guide for improving your photographs if you've got a friend this christmas or or yourself and you're just dipping your toes into the world of photography and you're either getting a camera just got a camera or you're buying a camera for someone I really suggest you get this book. This is gonna, this is for the beginner. This is gonna explain to you the terms that you hear, um, the equipment people talk about, the kind of things you need to be aware of when you go out and start. And I'm actually gonna use this as a project for me for next year because my photography is lousy. I'm I'm gonna because uh, I've got a copy of that coming. I'm gonna get Alan yeah. to. I'm gonna get one to send to my nephew Ben. Yes. Because Ben has not long ago he took up his uh, his options for for doing his his big exams his GCSEs yeah. his two years thing and I know photography is one of the topics he's taken and that book having seen a little bit of it although I've not actually had a hands on yeah. I've done the look inside thing and I know how, what Alan's spoken about how he's written it that will be the book for Ben absolutely that yes. will help Ben with his photography yeah this so. is perfect and um I'd, personal plug i designed the cover for alan as i'm mm. grateful for being able to work with my friends um but so it's got like, like a really nice retro feel to it it's like a little journal that was the whole idea and there's pay at the end of each chapter there's a page where you can write notes so buy two copies buy one to stick in your camera bag and go out and take with you because it's small enough it's like um eight by ten and buy a second one to put on your shelf cool um, sounds good now speaking of books uh we've obviously got our episode 50 coming up next week and we are going to be doing a Christmas episode. Now, over the year, due to our friendships, we have been gathering swag. Mm. And we are going to be doing a Christmas present. Christmas parcel. A Christmas parcel for one lucky person. Maybe a couple. It just depends on what we get at the moment because it's very expensive to ship this stuff <laughs> and the weight of it. But we have got glenn's new book we've got alan's book we've got some other books from rocky nook you've got some westcott swag got some westcott i've got swag a couple of t-shirts mini ice yeah. lights yeah we're gonna put together a christmas present package for one lucky winner um we may do a second prize just depending on what we've got and and when we've weighed it and see how much it's going to cost to send to hawaii or yeah, whatever this is worldwide this is for isn't it we're this is worldwide anywhere. this yeah. is open to worldwide um obviously with uh just to deal on the customs side of things when we ship it it's zero value it's just going to be like these are gifts 
Um, we're not going to be, we can't be accountable for like lost in the post, but we will use someone like UPS to, to track it to make sure it gets to you. And yeah, but the only way you are going to have a chance of winning, and we will be very transparent about it when we pick the winner or winners, is the only way you can win is to leave us a comment, a review on iTunes. I know some people might be, oh, but I don't use iTunes. And okay, then... We'll have a think about it between now and episode we'll have 50. A think, <laughs> yeah, what we, yeah, what we might do is actually do... A, we will do a prize for people who leave a review on iTunes. Now, we know how many we got at the moment. We've got 74. Everyone who's already left a review has a chance of winning. Mm-hmm. Everyone who leaves a review between now and a date that we'll give... Um, we'll also be in with yeah. a shout and we'll possibly do another kind of a really good prize for the people who don't have iTunes for whatever reason. We'll give you a place where you can leave a, a, a comment or an idea or a suggestion for a guest or whatever. They'll be included as well. We just want to say a big thank you. We're lucky. We get given stuff. We want to pass it on and we're really grateful for everyone who's listened sure. and yeah. helped us get to this big milestone next week. So, um, Listen, can, yeah. I, can I just say one thing before we wrap up and, and say goodbye? Yeah, of course. Uh, this has absolutely got nothing to do with podcasting, photography, design, or anything. It's yep. a recommendation, a random recommendation. This had better be good. It, no, it is good. <laughs> I, I am really into my World War II stuff, as you know, and as many other people know now. Uh, there is a book I'm going to recommend people get, because I saw it on The One Show in the UK, we have a thing called a one, The One Show, and they, they featured... Yeah. A story about this particular book yesterday and okay. it's called the actual book is called raid over berlin and it's written by a guy called john martin john's 96 years of age and during wow. world war ii he was the crew one member of a seven crew who flew yeah. in a lancaster bomber and they were shot down and he, he was only one of three survivors and it's, Is he the guy that lost his arm? No, no, he didn't lose his arm, but oh. he was captured. As soon as he's, he's parachuted out, uh, amazingly parachuted out, and got captured, and he was a prisoner of war for 14 months. And they said wow. that had the war not ended when it did, if it had gone on for one more week, the yeah. condition he was in, because he'd been in a prisoner of war camp, he would have, yeah. he would have died. So he started writing his memoirs. Okay, and the one show got to hear about him. They visited him, and they kind of played a trick on him by saying that they had brought a researcher who was just interested. And it just so happened that the guy they were bringing along was from uh, publishers. And they they said to John, "What's your one wish? What would you want to do with these memoirs that you've done?" He said, "I'd just love to. I'd love to have them in a book so that they can raise money for the RAF memorial yeah. and so on and so forth." And they've done it. The book's now been released. Oh. It's on Amazon. And it's it's only six pounds this book. Oh wow! But uh, I've ordered it, and I just simply cannot wait to read it. And I just think these people—that's that's his legacy, part of his legacy there, his memoirs—and yeah. I can't wait to read it. So if you're into the uh, history, military history, and just want to—I don't know—just say thanks to the people that have done what they've done, yeah. then get this book. It goes full circle, doesn't it? When you think back to the what we were talking about earlier, is how someone's irritated by a, a book being promoted, or someone doesn't like chit chat. And here's a guy who's ninety six that was a prisoner of war that you know, like you say, he was a week away from dying, yeah. and sharing his story of the the hardship 
that he's had, it does put things into perspective. Well, yeah, and you know what? And we'll finish on we'll finish on this if you're okay with that. Yeah, the yeah. comment I put to the guy, John Angry, let's call him that. Yeah, yeah. Was I just wrote and I couldn't help it. I said, Dave, a hundred you remember this? Dave, a hundred years ago this month saw the end of hostilities and the Great War come to an end. Millions lost their lives and millions went on to survive but suffer physically and mentally. Anyway, getting things into perspective, how annoying is it when movie makers show trailers for movies that aren't even out yet? Talk about inconvenient and annoying. <laughs> and on that bombshell. And on that bombshell. <laughs> Folks, thanks so much for tuning in. Yep, thank you. Say so big episode next week, episode 50. Um, tune in. We'll, there'll be lots of information. Um, we'll be talking about kind of, we're doing it, we're kind of doing a recap of this year. Yep. Um, and talk about some of our guests and we're going to be talking about next year and what's coming up between now and Christmas and what we're going to do over Christmas and what we've got planned for 2019 so thank you for sticking with us thank you for listening Um, no guests this week just us guys chit chatting Um, and we we hope just you enjoyed our chit chat (laughs) and um, and we'll see you next week so thank you very much thanks a lot folks (laughs) 